USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to MoneyWise. We're so happy to be with you on Sunday mornings. Even if we can't see you, you can hear us, and I guess that's what matters. So my name is Ray Lance, and welcome to MoneyWise. And with me on my right-hand side this morning is Randy Gibbons, who's our new superstar. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Ray. And across from me is my progeny, my son, my beloved Peter Lance. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. And it's probably better that people cannot see us and only hear us sometimes. Why is that, Pete? Well, I think that we have very good voices for radio. Oh. You mean you don't think that I'm a good-looking person on the radio? No, you're, you're quite handsome. Okay. <laughs> well, welcome to MoneyWise. Today we're going to be talking about small business. We've got a lot of interesting things to talk about with small business. And... It's really amazing what small business does in this country. So let's just jump right in. But I do want to mention, first of all, that Randy, thank you for being with us on the show this morning. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure so to be here. You just did something very special. You passed your securities licensing exams. I did. I did. I took it yesterday. So does that, do you have to do something else now to become accredited? Like, do you have to register now? You register before you take it. Okay. Your sponsor. So, are you considered an AIR? An investment advisor representative. I always get those letters. Yes, you do. Investment advisor representative. And Peter, you're an investment advisor representative. I am. And that means you can deal with stocks and bonds and mutual funds. And what else can you do? Well, anything regarding, you know, securities pretty much. I mean, other than basically crypto. ETFs, mutual funds, stocks, bonds. We can uh, run the Morningstar analysis that we've talked about and really go over that with great detail. But it also means something that you have certain duties. You can only act in the interest of your clients. That's critically important. Well, we've always done that regardless. Yes, we have, but now it's also official. So anyway, congratulations, Randy. This is a wonderful thing. Oh, thank you. What a pain in the neck to study for that I exam. know, I know. That's all I've been doing in 2024 so far. So. Wow. Well, I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. So we've got a lot of interesting information about small business, including some statistics. I always like statistics. And we just uh, did some research this morning. Did you know that there are 32 and a half million small businesses in the United States? Did you know that small businesses create 64% of all the new jobs in this country annually? That's pretty amazing when you think about it. You think of business, you think of big corporations and so forth, but that's not who does most of the business in this country. No, and it makes sense when you think of it. And um, it's, it's sort of a similar um, situation where when people think of fire departments and fire personnel, you think of, you know, the city of San Francisco fire department and, and, and you know, the New York um, fire department and uh, fire department in New York, FDNY, and you think, gee, well, they have all the firefighters in the country, but the majority of firefighters in this country, it's like 70% volunteer. Well, uh, I didn't realize it was all volunteer. That's interesting. But 99.9% of the businesses in the United States are small businesses, which are defined as fewer than 250 employees. I mean, that's amazing when you think about it, 99.9%. Yep. One-tenth of 1% of the businesses are big businesses. 250 and higher employees. Yep. They make the most noise and they advertise the most, so we think that they're the, I know. the force that runs the country, but they're not, it's small business. So the show basically today is all about small businesses, of course, about how to start one, create one, 
Um, we're going to talk, and we might even have this go into two shows, uh, but it's all about you know, funding your small business and getting it up off the ground. Different types of small business. Different types of, um, you know, corporations and, and S-Corps and C-Corps, and um, we're going to get into all that. Well, the United States Census Bureau says that the majority of U.S. businesses have fewer than five employees, which mm-hmm. is also amazing, the majority of all business. Oh my, I wouldn't have realized that. Yeah. Five employees? People don't. They, when you think of business, you think of big corporations and big business and big television and, you know, all that. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's small business runs America. And partly it's because 60% of the people who start businesses want to be their own boss. Now, on the downside, half of all small businesses will fail in the first five years. And about... of all small businesses are profitable, however. So small business is the business of America. Or somebody once said, the business of America is business. And it is when you think about it. So here's some statistics that you can read if you want to at some point. But today we want to talk about what do we mean when we talk about a small business? We've got a lot of statistical information. We're not going to just do that because that would be kind of boring. But When you go into business, you have to first of all decide what kind of business do you want to run. You have to think about what does it cost to start up a business. A lot of people run a business out of their own house, don't they? Yeah, a lot of people do, especially since COVID. I mean, even there's obviously a lot more people working from home for small businesses. Well, you need to think about what does it cost to start up your business. You have to think about what your business startup costs are before you launch it. You have to identify what your expenses are going to be and how much your expenses are going to cost you to run a business. Costs a lot of money to run a business. Oh, it sure does. And you also have to think about how much liability do you want to take on Mm -hmm. when you're considering how to structure your business. Okay, then you have to think about insurance. Exactly. So liability insurance. So we have liability insurance here, for example, at USA Wealth Group. Most companies and, you know, this type of well, all companies in this type of business have to have liability insurance. Law firms, um, property and casualty agencies, um, accounting firms. Yep, they all have to have you know that type of policy. There's also um, you know obviously regular insurance for the business, the building itself. Sure. So there's a lot of costs that you have to consider. Um, there's errors and omissions insurance that a lot of companies have to have. Um, that way, if there's um, you know a mistake that one of your employees makes. And you know it leads to, you know, a, a big expenditure for a client, and and maybe they end up suing or you know having damages for themselves. And the errors and omission insurance covers that. So all kinds of different insurance alone, just to think of when you're starting a business. So what we want the focus of this show to be, ladies and gentlemen, is to talk about how important small businesses, different kinds of. Uh, forms of organization like corporations or limited liability companies and things of that nature, different ways you can organize your business. How can you finance your business to get started if you want to create your own business? And then importantly, which will probably be for another whole show, I would imagine, we want to talk about what do you do if you want to sell your business? How do you find a buyer for your business? How do you structure it? How do you structure it so you pay the least amount of taxes? Have a buy-sell agreement between partners. Um, we talked about this the other day that we're really going to probably have to do a whole second show just on, you know, once you've established the business, then what do you do in terms of a, a transition plan to sell your part of the business to a partner or pass it on to a, a family member? Um, there's all kinds of things to think about. You have to have, you know, possibly life insurance on the partners. Um, so if one of them passes away unexpectedly, all kinds of things to think about. Yeah, so let me just elaborate on that one just a little bit, although we're going to have a lot more to say about it at another time. Um, let's say you have two brothers who own a business together, and they work long hours, and they're successful in their business, and then one of them dies, and they haven't made any plans. What happens to the person who's surviving? Um, let's say a, a, let's say it's two house. brothers, and they're both married, and one dies, um, and he's survived by his wife. Does his wife now automatically become a half-owner of the business? Probably. Yep, so and then do you want to have 
you know, do you want to be working with your sister-in-law? Maybe you have a good relationship with her, or maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. And maybe she wants to just have the money and, and wants to sell the business or sell her share of the business. And what if she puts her share of this business up for sale, and that can totally disrupt your plans? So that means what you ought to have is a buy-sell agreement. And you can have just a regular buy-sell agreement that explains how you value the business at that time so that the person who survives gets a fair price or you can do a funded buy-sell agreement. You can have insurance. So if you have insurance and that funds a buy-sell agreement, then there's a method for paying so that the surviving partner can stay in business and can continue to operate. Yep. A lot of things to think about when you run a business. So some of the things that you can use if you are thinking about starting up a business, um, you should obviously have a business plan. You're going to need a business plan if you're going to want anything funded by a bank. They won't even look at you if you don't have a business plan with you know all kinds of spreadsheets and graphs and data. Um, but a lot of this stuff can be done, and you can initiate you know your your plan by just going on the SBA website, the U.S. Small Business Administration website. There's calculators, um, you know, they talk about break-even analysis calculators and they actually have them on there that you can click and, and play around with. Um, so there's a lot of startup costs depending on whether you're gonna have your business in your house or uh, in a leased building. So um, there's a whole list that I can go through, but I know you have something you want to interject. Yeah, let me jump in just real quickly and say, at USA Wealth Group, we work in the financials uh, area. We can provide insurance if somebody needs to have a funded buy-sell agreement. We can provide uh, retirement plan, startup assistance, and help with accumulating funds in that direction. Um, but we don't help people form their corporation and so forth. That typically is done by a law firm. We might refer somebody to uh, Lance Law Inc., for example, to do that kind of a work. But we are very precise in what we do. We handle people's retirement accounts. We can help them set up a retirement account, plan for a successful retirement, things of that nature. You talked and about buy-sell agreements and funded buy-sell agreements. Um, there's also key person insurance, another type of insurance. That's for insurance on a business owner themselves or a really key member of your staff if they pass away. So lots to talk about. All right, so we're gonna take a short break and remind you, you can give us a call at 508 998 8858. We'd be happy to give you some uh, access to resources and point you in the right direction. So if we can't help you with certain things, we can direct you to somebody who can. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508 998 8858. That's 508 998 8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508 998 8858. And now, back to Money Wise with the Money Guys. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Have you ever thought about starting a small business? Have you ever thought about the complexity of starting a small business? Well, this morning on MoneyWise, we want to talk a little bit about some things you need to think about when you're starting a small business, including, uh, don't repeat, what kind of an entity do you want to create? Yep, we're going to get into all that. Um, there's just some other things to consider when you're thinking about your startup expenses. We talked about you know, whether you'd have a home office, whether you'd have an actual brick and mortar. Um, you know, store or, or um, office online? Um, is it more of a service type of business and you just need a van and tools? So a lot of different startup costs depending on the business, but you know, you're looking at possible office space, equipment and supplies, communications, including, you know, phone lines, phone systems, computers, uh, utilities, what licenses. What expenses can you write off? licenses and permits. Uh, we talked about a lot of different insurance and other insurance that we didn't mention yet is cyber security insurance. 46% mm -hmm. um, of small businesses have experienced a ransomware attack. 46%, almost half. Yeah, it's pretty scary. Um, well, there's lots of things to talk about. Um, what I mentioned at the close of the last segment was that what we are here to help you with is some of the financial aspects of this. 
you know, maybe we can tell you whether you have enough money to go into business or maybe we can show you how you can insure your business and things of that nature. Um, Lance Family Insurance Agency will, can handle some of those things. We can help you with your 401k plan if you don't have one in place yet. Let me mention that LFIA, Lance Family Insurance Agency, is an affiliated company. That's not what we're talking about here on the radio today, but um, we'd be happy to refer you to them, or you may have your own insurance company, but you ought to have some insurance if you're going to start out a business. Yeah, and Lance Family Insurance does do liability insurance, business owners' policies, or BOPs, um, and they do commercial insurance. We um, insure lots of different companies in the area, hair salons, restaurants, tattoo parlors mm-hmm. so um, Lance Family Insurance is great. So there are many different kinds of um, organizations when you have your own business. You can form a corporation, a limited liability company, a, a partnership, it can even be just a sole proprietorship. So that's something interesting to think about too. What if you want to run a business out of your house? I guess you probably better check with the town or the city's zoning bylaws and make sure you can do that. But at a minimum, what you might need to do is think about filing a doing business certificate with your town clerk if you're in a town, for example. And again, that's something that a lawyer can give you advice about. Um, We're happy to point you in the right direction and show you to um, law firms that can help you do that. The SBA website really does have a lot of useful information and calculators, as I mentioned, though. It's a huge resource. They've got this chart um, as a, a fictional business called Joe's Pizza Place, and it shows an example of startup costs, and to me it sounds, um, I guess, pretty reasonable when you're talking about this is a monthly, um, total monthly expenses. It talks about security deposit, first month's rent, first month's utilities, kitchen improvements, tables, furniture, food, beverage, licenses, permits, legal fees, signage, goes on and on and on. And it's a nice chart and it kind of spells out a rough idea of what you're looking at for your first month's um, you know, total fees. Well, the SBA has been a great resource, hasn't it, Randy? Oh, it sure has. We've utilized it in our own office. Now, Pete, what should someone do if they want to start a business or if they have a small business and they're wondering if it's structured properly what they could do would you recommend going on to SBA or um, calling you there's so many different ways that you can structure a business there again as my father just mentioned there's the LLC there's limited partnerships limited liability partnerships corporation you can do sole proprietorship there's a lot including um, you can do business as just a DBA um, so there's lots of different ways that you can do it. It all depends on the size of the company, you know, whether you're going to have employees or whether it's just going to be yourself. Um, there's also different ways that you can contribute to your retirement plan, even if you are just a sole proprietor. Um, so that's a whole different topic, but there's SEP IRAs, simple IRAs. Um, so lots of different things. It's kind of a whole... That's why I threw it over to you <laughs> because of the different types. Well, I'll I'll make a recommendation on that. I think what what I would recommend is uh, if somebody is interested in starting a business, come in and talk to us because we can ask the question of, do you have capital? Do you have resources? Do you have some money? Can you afford to be without a regular income for a while while your income is getting started? Well, I went to something called the Summer Symposium in Indianapolis uh, back in June of 2023. And Ed Slot was one of the presenters, and I've got to go and grab my notes maybe during the next break, but I know it's in the 40% um, bracket, but I think it's 41 or 42% of all small businesses in the country are operating inefficiently because of the way that they have filed. Um, so they're, they should be an S-Corp and they're filing as a C-Corp or should be a sole proprietorship and you know they're filing as a DP. I don't know. Um, I don't know the exact st- statistics, but I'll go grab that when I, when I can during the break. Sure. Well, if you want to function as a sole proprietor, you don't need any kind of a written agreement because it's just you. You don't need a written agreement with yourself. Just file a doing business certificate with your town clerk, perhaps, uh, and that would be useful. And that way you can create some letterhead or business cards, but you've got a name. You've given yourself a name. Yes. Hang your shingle. Hang your shingle. And you can start that fairly simply and very inexpensively. Maybe you don't form a corporation until you have more revenue. 
or unless you're going to jump into something that's going to have some liability exposure, then you might need to be concerned about that. Speaking you know, of small businesses, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, okay. but speaking of small businesses, um, we have done this in the past, and we sort of go back and forth with it. Um, if you have a small business that you're looking to promote on the radio, we are starting off our um, business spotlight of the week again for this week's show, and we're hopefully going to continue that and really keep it going. Uh, mostly it's just us not having the time to go and track down small businesses who want to come on the radio. So if you know of anyone, reach out to us and we'll get you on. It's you know, usually like a five-minute spot. Uh, we're doing Richie Madeiras and O-Life, Organic Life, O-Life uh, Foods oh, later in today's show. Oh, I didn't know what the show. O stood for. Yep. Oh, okay. So he'll be on life. at the end of the show. Yep, he will be on today. Uh, he's got a good company going, and we're proud to have him be on and and help sponsor him. You know, uh, this month of February is uh, the birth month of Tom Brokaw. You probably don't remember Tom Brokaw, do you, Pete? Of course I do. I watched him every single night, every single meal growing up. <laughs> oh, that's because is, we had to watch him. I wish I could do his voice. I can't. It's at the very can't do it. Well, he was a great news Good commentator. Evening. This is Tom Brokaw. NBC News. <laughs> NBC Nightly News. Yep. Well, he once oh, said, yeah. I'm not going to sit on the porch of the old anchorman's home with a drool cup. And that was, he was going to keep doing something all his life. You know, but that's true of a lot What's of people who now? go into business. People go into business for different reasons. And one of them is that they get an idea, they want to create something different, they've got an idea that will make money for them or maybe they want some additional part-time income in addition to their regular job and they're gonna do a business on a part-time basis and get started that way. Um, here's a quote from Tom Brokaw that I don't understand, but I'm gonna read it to you anyway, Pete. Peter will have a place in his brotherhood, in this brotherhood forever. Who is Peter? I remember- From the Bible? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, oh, he could have been speaking of someone else in the industry. Maybe, because he he also broadcast with David Brinkley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. So Tom Brokaw's not doing anything right now. I don't think so. No, I just googled I, it just to say so. Is he still living? He is. Good. Yeah, I liked him. He was he was a really interesting guy. Or he is an interesting guy, I should say, if he's still living. Well, anyway. If you form a business with somebody else, then maybe you want to have a partnership, right? And the partnership is two or more people working together. In that case, I think you really ought to have something in writing. We will not create a partnership agreement for you. That's not what we do. But we can point you in the right direction and uh, show you somebody who can do that for you. But um, when you do have a partnership, then partners are liable for all the business debts. Yes. It's the nature of a business partnership. And, and beyond that, then you get into limited liability companies and C corporations and S corporations and so forth. We yep. don't talk about the mechanics of that. But we can, you know, let you know whether, you know, you're filing or you have filed, you know, correctly or incorrectly. Yes. And again, almost half of small businesses have filed incorrectly and are paying more in taxes than they should be. Um, so this SBA, this is really interesting. There really is a lot of useful information on here. Um, you can get a lot of stuff figured out if you're thinking about starting up a business just with their website. Their next topic is, the, is to do market research and competitive analysis. That's obviously very important. You gotta find out, is your business just gonna be another um, pizza place, or is it going to be something different? Is it going to be, you know, uh, uh, another business that is needed and will have people, um, you know, visit your your service or your your store, uh, or you get um, phased out fairly quickly because of the competition? So, you've obviously got to do your market research and competitive analysis. By the way, the SBA does have a local office in Fall River. Um, if you're looking to go and talk to somebody there to have some help. But you have to find out, you know, ask the questions. Is there a, a demand for whatever it is that you're selling, your product or your service? How many people in this area in particular, if that's where you're going to open it, would be interested in your offering? You're not going to open up a bait shop in the middle of Kansas, maybe, if there's no ponds or lakes around. But maybe it would do very well next to the Payton Iron Bridge. 
Well, we're almost out of time for this particular segment. I do want to say that we have some great business events checklists, like um, things that can impact your business or areas of concern. We'd be happy to share that with you. If you want to give us a call at 508-998-8858, or just make an appointment to come in and talk to uh, Peter or me about your goals and ideas for setting up a business, we'd be happy to talk to you and take a look at your budget, your income, your resources, your assets, and say, let's do this thing. We can help you with it. When we come back, we're going to be talking about retirement plans and why it's important to have retirement plans when you're in business, because you're not going to have a regular pension, for example. So stay tuned, and we will be right back. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group, helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise. This morning we're talking about small business and small business runs the country. It's amazing. Some of the statistics we were talking about earlier, Randy, are just amazing. We ought to revisit a couple of them in just a moment. Well, I'm reading now, 62% of small businesses think that they are in, quote, good health right now. 77% feel optimistic about the future, which I think sounds exciting. It is exciting. The, the yeah. hit that small businesses took, especially since 2019. I wonder if we're unique in the world in having so many of our businesses run by small business. Over 99% of our business in this country is small business, so not, you, not big corporations. So the one thing I would say, too, is during the you know pandemic, or whatever your thoughts are politically on that as, aspect, the reason why the 70% of small businesses out there that are feeling optimistic is because of the percentage of businesses that got just you know demolished right out of the economy during mm-hmm. that tough time. Yep. Um, was, so those who No survived. one was saying, no, you couldn't have found 70% of businesses. I wouldn't think so. Day. Two, three years ago, that would have said that. So I'm going to take this opportunity to invite Peter to introduce our guest who's joined us at the table this morning. So welcome to our radio show, Richie Medeiros from O-Life. Uh, organic Life is what the O-Life stands for. Welcome, Richie. Uh, I've known you for a long time. I'm, I'm using O-Life right now. You were supposed to be on just for the business spotlight towards the end of the show, but we decided to add you for the last two segments. So welcome. Appreciate it. Appreciate you guys well, having me. You can me. give us some practical examples of what it's like to run a small business because that's what we do here. We run three separate small businesses in our building. We've got a total of 14 or 15 people working here right now in three businesses. So um, tell us what is O-Life? So O-Life is a 100% USDA certified organic meal prep company. And what that means is all the ingredients that we put into our particular meal prep company are all USDA certified organic, okay. um, top to bottom. I mean, you know, whether it's the carbs, whether it's the protein, the vegetables, every spice, everything. We're very, very particular about that. So USDA is the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Yes. We, so, have, a, we have a client here in the office that actually is a financial client of ours as well who occupies a fairly high level with the uh, USDA. I think Pete had mentioned something about that a while back. Supervises around 100 employees across the country from our Um, area. So that's what we put into our packaging, and that's, um, it's really a two-part explanation whenever somebody asks me, like, what's, maybe, like, as a question, what's the difference between my meal prep company and anybody else's meal prep company, that USDA certified organic ingredients, as as I just said, and then we also have a really, really high-tech packaging system that we use that actually, it puts a food-safe plastic directly onto your food, and these are stored in your freezer. Okay. Um, the reason why that's such a good thing is we don't put any preservatives at all. We don't add salt. We don't put anything into our meals that is to preserve it or anything like that because we don't have to. They just stay in the freezer. You pull it out of the freezer, pull the, the cellophane off the top of it, throw it in the microwave, and that's it. So that's um, that's really healthy and safe for people then, isn't it? Incredibly healthy, incredibly safe. I mean, the way we put the meals together, 
um, they're balanced to just, I give people this quick example every time, and I give it to her on the way down here in the car as we were coming talking about what we we're going to talk here. And anyone that has lunch at their office and they order takeout, you order Grubhub, or somebody goes and picks something up, say five, six people in the office turn around and order something, all five or six of those people, after they eat, what's going to happen is they're all groggy, they all don't want to work anymore, everybody's stomach's full, and that's because the food that we typically put into our bodies isn't so easy to process. I've noticed that once in a while, I run around the office and say, wake up, wake up, it's time it's, to get back to work. It's every, I've worked in offices <laughs> before, it's the same everywhere, and it's it's like right there in our face. It's like in what that actually is, is your body telling you that you're wasting a lot of your energy to metabolize the food as opposed to just putting something that's easy to metabolize into your body and it goes right to energy. So after you eat a meal or, or a balanced meal, whether it's an old life meal, or whether you know how to balance it yourself, you eat, you have energy and you feel better. Mm. You don't feel groggy. You actually are ready to go back to work and do something. So, so where is O-Life located? So I have a factory that I share with my a clam shack that I own in Rehoboth. And I split the building up in two. On one side of it, we do the old life process. And on the other side, we're actually a clam shack. Um, okay. Typical, you know, the opposite food of what old life sells, fried seafood, burgers, fries, steak and cheese, all kinds of good stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I basically just share it. So it was really nice to have a shared space because this, this is a project I've worked a lot of time on. So that's where you prepare the food? We make everything there, and you, we actually you- ship out of there too. Oh, so you ship? Yep. And do you sell at retail also? Uh, I sell retail to people that want to stop by the factory if you wanted to, like, avoid the um, the actual uh, delivery fee and stuff. Okay. If you wanted to do that, we are in the factory usually from about 8 to 4, 8 to 5, Monday through Friday. Um, however, you can have it delivered right to your house anywhere in New England now. Oh, okay. Um, yep, it's, it's basically a next day service. I drop the packages off at UPS the following day there at your house. Okay. So it's it's really cool. And then that, that was the other benefit of these frozen meals. I can ship them too. Um, so it's just packages a specific way. So when they're shipped, are they shipped in a frozen container? They're shipped in a container that's like uh, insulated um cardboard box container mm-hmm. that we put a couple ice packs in and it's such a the way the technology works with some of this, this package and you know it can stay about three days mm. in that so peter i know that you've been um buying some olive products where, where do you buy them how, how do you buy them all my meals or at least lunches and dinners have been olive for about a month now okay and uh i have had the office ask if you know i want to take part in an order for a restaurant around here two different times in that time and I've been good and said no. As much as I would want that pizza good. or that steak and cheese, I, I I'm was proud like, of you, nope, Pete. I'm going to go have that old life. <laughs> Very proud of you, Pete. Good. Well, so if anybody is interested in more information about Olife, uh, do you have a, um, a phone can, number or yeah, a website? A couple of ways. You can actually, I just um, sacrificed my own personal phone number and just put it on the back of all of our meals and stuff. So if okay. you have a problem, you just call me. It's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I answer my phone. Okay. You can text message me. You can reach out to us on, uh, well, first of all, if you want to text message me, the number is 774-263-2073. I welcome anybody to call me at any time. If I don't answer the phone, just okay. give me a message. I'll get back to you. The other way is we're going to try that late tonight. Yeah. I, everybody else works. does. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, so basically, you can do that. Um, you can reach out to us on Facebook. We're Olife, um, Olife on Facebook. And then our website is olifeorganics.com. Olifeorganics.com. And then that same phone number is on there and okay. any information that you guys need is always available too. So that's the good type of business owner that you want because he'll respond and you can reach him at his personal cell phone number. It's kind of like Cheryl at Lance Family Insurance. She has her cell phone on her business card. I have mine on mine. And she says all the time, contact me day or night. doesn't matter. Weekends, I'll answer the phone. I'll talk to you. She had a new client who called her this past Saturday at 8 in the morning. And Cheryl answered, and she said, hi, how you doing? And the client said, I just wanted to test you to see if you'd answer. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had clients call me at, or text message me 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. In the afternoon, they want ordering $150 worth of meals, and I'm dropping them off. Like, it's it's a quick phone call. Usually, the questions are really easy. It's just a little bit of effort that it takes. And honestly, if you can't answer, you get back to them. It's not, you know, it's not like you have to 
if I don't answer, there's some kind of money refunded to you or something like that yeah. if I don't answer within five minutes. But um, it's just good business practice. I like to be paid attention to from spending money too. Well, it sounds like it's an important business today because everybody's concerned about their weight. They're concerned about their health. It's been a little over three weeks. I'm down nine pounds. Good for you. So nice. And Another it's, and it's 13 to go is my goal. But cool. importantly, it's eating healthy at the same time. Although I'm building muscle too, so because it's a lot of protein. A lot of his meals have a lot of protein in them. So, um, And I'm adding protein aside from that as well. So I'm doing both. I'm dieting and exercising. And hopefully I'll get to my goal weight, but a lot of that weight will be muscle too. Yeah, you're going to get that. I'm more than confident. Are there organic cookies? So we are going to work on a lot more stuff. Like we first and foremost, we focused on food. We want to do snacks. We want to do you know different things and keep it so that mm -hmm. I'd like it. Right as of right now, we can take care of your lunch and dinner. Yep. We're actually working on the next couple of weeks. We already came up with recipes and everything that we're going to add breakfast to that too. So we could actually basically take care of your breakfast, lunch, and your dinner. And then in between that, I want to if it's really not easy to find these organic products often. Like I source from all over the world, not even all over the country. So I usually have an easier way to get these things and put them together for people where they would have a really difficult time finding it because you either have to buy it in bulk mm. or it's just impossible to find, period. So for us, I really want to get into the snacks and stuff. And also, to be honest, there's always a lot more profit in snacks too. You put a bunch of- um, I would think so, sure. And then um, you could go to some of the specialty grocery stores too. There's, there's the years ago, I've been in the clam shack business for quite a while. And years ago when I started to think about Olife and what I wanted to do, I wanted to get involved in a business that did not have a ceiling. A one single business that I can do anything in the world with. Okay. I can turn this business into a company that eventually sells meals across the country, sells snacks, sells protein stuff. Sells well, that's a good goal. Yeah. Sort of a classic goal of an entrepreneur uh, to do that. So. Um, let me ask you, uh, how many employees do you have right now? Sorry, I just asked him a question. I wanted to make sure it was okay to ask before you answer that one. Um, I didn't know if it was okay to ask this of you because I don't know if you are okay with other people reaching out to you for just diet advice in general, or do they just buy from you, or do you sit down with them and uh, or go over the so the, the diet? The with easiest the way to answer that is I have I have a wide open door policy. I don't care about like it's not like I have. Time, so I don't even have kids or anything at the moment, so it's not like I have anything in my life that's taking me away from my business. Mm -hmm. So it really takes nothing for me to spend five minutes talking to somebody on the telephone, whether I have to pause a movie or whether I have to start my workout for a minute or whether I'm at work and I have to talk to you. I'd rather have somebody come to me, like I always tell people, I'm like, call me right away. Mm -hmm. If you're standing in the grocery store and you're looking at two things in your hand, shoot me a text or try to call me and I'll tell you which one to pick. The reason why I do that is because people are gonna have much more success with my diet plan if I'm there and, and answering questions and everything else. People can help tend them. to make the wrong choice if given the leeway to make a decision on their own. And really quickly, so, the reason I asked that, and we'll get back into it really quickly, is because I was eating kind bars in between meals um, before I got onto Olife, and Richie said, no, you really want to use Quest bars and Quest bars only for your protein, and, and it's much healthier. And Okay, well, we're sugar. talking with Richie Medeiros, who's the owner and proprietor of Olife, and this is fascinating. So I have to say that I asked Peter if I could try one of his O-Lifes, but he hasn't allowed me to try one I'll yet. I'll bring a couple over for you. Just don't oh, know. That's, not that's simply not just, true. <laughs> just tell me which ones you want on the menu, and I'll send them right over. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We will be right back after our last break. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise. This is our last segment this morning. We're talking about small business, and we're privileged to have with us a small businessman, Richie Medeiros who is the owner and proprietor of O-Life, Organic Life. Very healthy food, very well-balanced food, and 
Uh, I have to say I haven't tried it yet, but I'm going to try it. Absolutely going to try it. Yeah, and don't you dare say that I haven't uh, offered because I have, and you've said twice, gee, I'm going to try one of yours someday, and I said, whenever you want. So besides uh, Richie being with us, and thank you for being with us this thank morning, you for we have uh, Pete Lance and we have Randy Gibbons. Hello. And Randy has some brand new successful news. Just in the last day or so, she took her securities exam and she's now licensed for selling securities, stocks, bonds, mutual funds. Wow, congratulations. And she's an investment advisor representative. You got it right. I got it right. And congratulations. That's Thank a you. big accomplishment, right? Yeah, I hear that test isn't all that easy. <laughs> they don't give those away. So, you know, one of my favorite people to quote uh, sometimes, we do a lot of quotes on the radio show, is Ronald Reagan. Um, I, I kind of like the guy, I'm, you know. But he said, the most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that was appropriate. He also said, if we ever forget that we are one nation under God, then we will be a nation gone under. Yep, so, that's a classic of his. Yeah, he had some good things to say. We have so much more to talk about, about small businesses, about starting one up, about once you actually have one established, um, you know, how do you keep it running and, and current and profitable? Uh, we're going to talk about uh, buy-sell agreements that we talked about really briefly in the first segment and uh, funded buy-sell agreements. What happens if one of your partners wants to you know retire what if they want to um, do something completely different or what if they pass away so we're going to get into all of that um, in a separate show um, because we're not going to have time now I told Richie that normally we have a business spotlight it's only like five minutes at the tail end but our um, marketing director and producer decided to have him come in and so it's nice to have a lengthier conversation with him and dad I know that you were um, friends with his father for yes. a long long time so yeah Yep, his, his dad was great. Um, I think everybody loved Richie. And, um, yeah, I, I don't have a ton of memories of him because, um, you know, I was young and on my own running around doing crazy things with my friends. But what I do remember of him, he was a great guy and a great friend of yours. Yep, and he always uh, stood up and protected families in town in different kinds of ways, too, like... If your child, like Peter, did something stupid that he shouldn't have done, um, he wouldn't tell you about it, but he would say to Peter, how do you think your dad's going to feel if he finds out what you're doing? You know? So just to put a little light on that, it was interesting growing up in a house with someone like that. Yeah. Because obviously as a kid, you get in your own trouble everything else. But everybody else's kids that got tr got in trouble got brought to my dad. Uh, my father was a police officer for 36 years in the town of Dartmouth. He's probably the most well-respected police officer to ever yep. live in the town of Dartmouth. He's human. To this day, I mean, not to this day, he's been dead for years, but to, until the day he passed away, if a police officer was interested in investing money in some property or to do some work or something like that one of the older guys would say go talk to Richie don't do anything until you talk to Richie yep. and I every police officer this within the first month of them working they would go out introduce themselves to my father have a conversation with him and my father would spend days sitting there with you on, a, on that deck at Caddyshack talking to you working out your problems yep. and no matter what the advice was, whether it was something horrible that happened in someone's life or whether it was just a little bit of advice they always came to see my dad yep. and I was so ladies and gentlemen uh, Richie's family has also been the uh, owners of Caddyshack in Dartmouth for the golf driving range and um, that's where the little boats are and so forth people love the bumper boats oh yeah I've been on the bumper boats myself with kids and grandkids and so forth. So, yeah, lots and lots of good memories. Well, in any event, at the, um, the bottom line with what I just said is that we're going to have a second show. We were planning on having one anyways um, to go more into, um, you know, small businesses and especially once you have one established and when you're planning on possibly retiring or, um, you know, do you have a business succession plan? Is it going to go to uh, a, a son or a daughter or, you know, Insurance. Yeah. So we'll get into all that, but um, right before the end of the third segment, I had asked Richie if it was okay to um, say, you know, can people text you or, or uh, give you a quick call? 
um, to say, hey, is this okay to eat or is that okay to eat? And you generously said, yeah, absolutely, because uh, you've been doing that for me. I've, I've been trying not to bug you too much, but there's a couple times where I'm like, hey, you know, can I have some kombucha with my lunch once in a while? <laughs> yes, you can. Um, yeah, so I, I really, it's actually one of the more satisfying parts of my job is I do enjoy helping people because as a younger kid, I used to uh, idolize people that, you know, I was a big wrestling fan, I was a big bodybuilding fan, I was all these things, and I used to look at these guys and be like, how do you get to look like that? And you, you, it's not something that you're born with knowing how to do. Um, nutrition, exercise, being an athlete, uh, being faster, they're all things you have to practice, and there are all sorts of things that you have to fuel your body to be able to do, but you don't, you're not born knowing what the right thing to do is. So I noticed as a kid, I would ask people advice, and it almost just blow me off like it was too much for them to do it. So as I started, I, I met some people that really, really know what they're talking about. I started to absorb their information, and then you know, I'm old enough that I also was starting this before the internet and, and everything else, but with the invention of the internet, you can look up this information. So I take the information that I learned from my close friends that were really good at this stuff and absorbed it. And I always said that if somebody comes to me, whether they're a stranger or whether there's somebody I know really well, I'm gonna try to help you out to, it's not a competition. I want you to succeed. I want you to be happy. And I wasted years getting the wrong information from people. So I'd rather just provide you with the best information. And what is your telephone number? 774. 263-2073. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you want information on some of the things that we're talking about today, give a call to Peter or to me or to Randy at uh, 508-998-8858. Um, let me just go through a couple of other quick business things that I think are important. You must have insurance. You must have liability insurance. I have so many forms of insurance, I can probably not even list them all. <laughs> and small businesses have to have insurance. You may or may not have a succession plan. So at some point, you and you don't have to answer that question on the air because I don't want to embarrass you. Oh, no, I, have, I don't know the answer. Mine is quite easy. Like I, I had said before, I don't have children or anything. So my succession plan as of right now, my will, is everything just goes over to my mother. Um, my mom is the, the person that has the big trust anyway between the companies that she owns everything else so she can divvy it up however she feels yeah. appropriate. I don't have a plan. She's, a great, she's my, a great lady, by the way. Yeah, so it's a very good person to be the executor of my will although that would be just the worst thing in the world for everybody to have to deal with. But like the reality is I don't want the government to take my stuff. I'd rather give it to my mother and to my niece and my nephews. But at the same time, my mother would do just as good of a job divvying it up as if I itemized every single thing in a will because I don't have kids. I love all my nieces and nephews the same. It's not something that I have to worry about. So here's I'm a, unique, though. Everybody else usually has to have some sort of a plan. Yeah. Here's a couple of things. Nobody's unique. You well, know, yeah, this is probably nobody's much, unique. Much out there, but everybody but. needs to have a proper estate plan. Everybody needs to have a proper retirement plan. Everybody needs to work with a budget. And if you don't have a budget, then you don't know what you're spending, what you're making, and so forth. So, we're going to give you a budget form when you leave here today. And everybody who's listening, your should parting have gift, a budget form. Yes, <laughs> I'll trade you a budget form for an OLAP. Absolutely, that's, that sounds like a fair trade. <laughs> Um, but um, retirement plan is critical. You know, what happens if you became incapacitated, as healthy as you are and as healthy as you eat and everything else? What happens if you became incapacitated? You need to have a retirement plan. And that's one of the things that we do here, isn't it, Pete? It is. We help people set up proper retirement plans, make sure you put money aside for uh, IRAs or 401ks and so forth. Of course, if you do a 401k plan, then you have to make arrangements for employees as well, which is another different element of you know perhaps expanding your business as you go forward. And you said that he's physically fit. Um, he just competed in a competition last fall. I don't remember the specifics. I just know that you came in first in your age group. And uh, my age group, I was first overall. I was fifth. If Pete know me well enough to know that I, I'm no longer doing my age group and I am only competing in the open class because <laughs> <laughs> that to me is a total loss. But yeah, I did compete. I did well. I, honestly, I did well. I was really sick the year before, so for me to go from when I started to where, how I finished off, it was something that came out really well. Well, hell, Richie, that's nothing because Peter and I both served in the Marine Corps. Absolutely. And I chose the, <laughs> I chose the Air Force. <laughs> I, slept, I slept long nights and it was comfortable. <laughs> I, my mom actually, I went home one day and I told my mom I was going to join the Marines. 
Yes. And she had my uncle talk me out of it. Uh. The Air Force. And I, I t- to be honest. I you know what? It's all good. We celebrate every yeah. person who served in the military ever. Well, um, Richie, um, we only have about a minute and a half left, but I invited you on because I've been, I reconnected with you, I don't know, a couple of years ago. I started going back to the yes, gym. when we started bumping into each other. Every gym. single time I would go to the gym, you know, you'd come over, say hello, you'd offer some bit of advice, and you've just always been one of the, you know, greatest stand-up guys and not just trying to blow smoke because you're here, but you really are, you know, a well-respected, great person. And, um, and O-Life is a great company. So here's, here's a good quotation that we're going to end the show with from Ronald Reagan that I think is appropriate. All great change in America begins at the dinner table. Makes so here, you can take that quote with you and you can use it in your business. How's that? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, we're excited to have you here today, and we probably talked to you a little bit more than just a spotlight, but it was uh, fun to have you here. I had a great time. Thank you guys for it. And you got to make sure you say hello to your mom for me. Hi, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll let her know. Actually, I don't. I would never bump into you, Mr. Lance, and not walk out of here and call her up and let her know that I spent no, a half course. hour with you. Yeah, of course. Well, we're thrilled to have uh, Randy on the show this morning. Thanks for having and me. Um, ladies and gentlemen, give us a call at 508-998-8858. We're here to help you. We're here to help you with your retirement plans. We're here to help you with your financial plans. We're here to make a difference in your life. And Richie, thank you for being here. Richie Madero's the owner of Olife because you're making a difference in people's healthy lives. So thank you for being with us. Thank you, thank you so again, ladies and gentlemen. We will be with you again next week on the radio. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business USA Wealth Group Incorporated. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by USA Wealth Group Incorporated are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group Incorporated. Richie Medeiros and Olife are not affiliated with USA Wealth Group or AEWM. This radio show is a paid placement.